0: Um, I'm making dirt cups. Oh, so, numb. Yeah. And so I got, like, obviously the chocolate pudding and the Oreos. And then I got, um, the not Nilo wafers, the, uh, min, not Manel, Men Manello. What are those cookies called? Oh, Milano, I think. Milan. Yeah. Milano cookies. <laughs> and you, and then I have like the frosting that I used for Rob's, um, cake that was a big fail last weekend and i'm going to i'm going to write like little gravestones <laughs> and put them in there i got sour worms yum i'm jealous what about you um i'm not doing anything super exciting and i'm like really kind of bummed because i love halloween and i'm bummed that it's like a full moon and saturday but like nothing's going on mm. so do you think you'll get trick-or-treaters you know I don't know and then I was like wondering what the protocol is for that like I'm fine with handing a kid a piece of candy but I don't know what like you know like am I supposed to just put it out I don't know if there's like yeah because I I I was talking to my boss about this because this is our first year in a house and I hadn't even it hadn't even crossed my mind until like two days ago I was like oh shit should I like go buy candy but then he was like, yeah, I don't know. He's like, you might get trick or treats, but I think the thing this year is you're supposed to um, wrap them, like a like little goodie bag type things. But I don't know how that's different than because like if you have to reach into a bucket or you know someone's handing you like a goodie bag, how is that different than reaching in and grabbing a piece of candy? Yeah, that's that's dumb to me. I mean, that's weird to me. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not really like super worried about it. Like, I mean, as long as a kid's not like screaming violently, like screaming in my face, then like, I feel like it's whatever. I don't know. Well, and it's also, um, you guys as cases are quite a bit more under control. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of kids in my neighborhood and there are a lot of Halloween decorations up. So I'm kind of anticipating some trick or treaters, but I'm like. The dogs are going to go crazy every time the doorbell rings. So I think that I might just, like, sit outside for a little bit. And then if, like, mm-hmm. not a lot of people come, then I'll just probably put candy out. And then, like, when it's gone, it's gone. And then my intern's actually coming over. Oh, um, fun. Yeah, her and her husband are going to come over because I really just wanted an excuse to make, like, some kind of Halloween cocktail. So I don't know what I'm going to make yet, but I found these cool – um cups. I love skulls and they're like these metallic-y like skull cups (sighs) at Walmart and I'm going to go get them. I hope they still have them and I'm going to go get them after we're done recording. Oh my gosh, how cute. Okay, I got (laughs) to know what kind of like Halloween candy giver are you? Are you like the person that gets... The good shit, like the Kit Kats, yeah. the Reese's and the I know. OK, here, I got to say this. People like Snickers. I fucking hate Snickers. So I'm going to say Three Musketeers. Yeah. um, Or Milky Way. Fuck. I fuck with some Milky Way. I love Milky Way. <laughs> are you like that person? Or are you the like Tootsie Roll smarty? Like I'm going to save the good stuff for myself. Yeah, giver. no. See, I I feel like a couple of years ago, like broke college me would be like the tootsie roll, smarty, dum-dum, like whatever, that person. But then you're stuck with whatever's left over, right? So like <laughs> I can either have the good stuff and like be maybe a little bit disappointed if it's all gone, but I can eat it like as I go handing it out or I can have the shitty stuff and be even more disappointed if I'm left over with it because I don't yeah. want to eat that. Yeah, that's true. I hope I just had this random thought because like I was thinking about how candy corn is so polarizing and I was like, I wanna know who the real ones are. I'm gonna give people candy corn. (laughs) But then I was and then it got me thinking, like, oh man, what if my future kids like candy corn then they eat it all? I'm gonna have to have a secret stash. Well, I don't think you have that problem this year because candy corn can't be individually wrapped like I know. you were talking about, so it's fine. <laughs> That's um, a weird thing. Why hasn't the candy corn company – what is it, like, Bra, bra- – not Brahms. doesn't matter. brox. I, I don't – Whatever. Like, I don't know. Anyway, so I wonder why they haven't made, like, little – you know, like, M&M packs, you know, like a little pack with yeah. like, six candy corns in it. Why haven't they done that? I mean, because it's just really – for any sane human being, candy corn is merely a decoration that you pour into a bowl on your coffee table, so I guess they're saving packaging that way. Like, a couple of years ago, um, the day after Halloween, I went and bought a five-pound bag of candy corn, <laughs> and it, it took, I ate it over the course of a year. It's absolute chemical waste, like, <laughs> <laughs> being ingested in your body, so good on you, Um I think that like we we have a whole episode on this, but like this is why Erica and I have stayed friends for so long because <laughs> we agree to disagree on all the important things. Like, Bish, I'm not going to take your candy corn. You're not going to take my Snickers. Like, it's perfect. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. And like I love things that are flavored like banana and Mariah can't uh. stand artificial <laughs> banana or like caramel flavored things. Little- like. Nope, she's not about it. Or like butterscotch, she's oh, not about it. fire hot. Nope, the, those are all my favorite things. <laughs> I'm like, just give me all the peanut butter and all the carbs, which like you like too. But you can survive off of the other shit, and then I'll just survive off of the real stuff. Yep. <laughs> just kidding. Yep, and but no, and like same same with uh, our taste in men, very different. <laughs> We've never had a fight over a boy. So great hmm yeah yeah so that's the key to a long-lasting friendship guys. opposites attract yeah <laughs> okay I have something funny that I wanted to kind of open this episode with all right hit me all right so just for shits and giggles I like googled like honestly to see if we came up yet and <laughs> we don't okay <laughs> But the Urban Dictionary um, definition for like honestly does, and I just thought it was really funny and a little bit insulting, but it's really funny, so I just wanted to read it. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Typically used by brain-lacking teenagers who feel like fitting in with their peers and whatever they say doesn't seem believable, so they add this, like honestly... (laughs) you know I oh, shit. it's it's funny because <laughs> we do like in our Instagram bio we're like yeah we're MySpace space my turned podcasters so it's like that kind of checks out I know and then- it's like, such nice way of saying like we just fancied it up a little bit that we're brain-lacking teenagers <laughs> and like Rob last night was like has the has it like really like hit you yet like or is it weird or is it still weird for you to say like you have a husband. I'm like, yeah, it's so it's so weird to me, mostly just because I still feel like I'm 16 years old. (laughs) It is so funny. Like, I still laugh when things are in the shape of a penis. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm 11. Okay. (laughs) Oh, but here we are talking about real life shit. But yeah. Um, Yeah. So today this I don't know this kind of there's a little bit of a bridge here, I think. So we we had been mentioning this, uh, or we've at least mentioned it a couple times in previous episodes, where we were planning to do like a a cringe fest episode. <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're already nervous en- giggling. <laughs> I know, I'm like for your own enjoyment, we are going to spill some just really cringy things that we've done <laughs> in the past, or just like things that have happened to us, but. We want to be helpful. So, we're going to try to like give you some <laughs> words of advice um, <laughs> on a deal. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We'll see what ends up happening. I think that we, I want to start with the story that we've alluded to in a previous episode of the invisible cats, because that's <laughs> kind of both of our story. But, and it's like not as cringy because we were like eight, but it's still just funny and like a little bit cringy about like how passionate we both got about it. (laughs) I was so passionate about it and it evolved. It evolved from cats to dogs. And like, I think I was probably the one that carried it on the longest. (laughs) So Erica was a huge bully. (laughs) Just kidding. I mean, kind of. We were both like little bullies, but Erica didn't like me. She thought I was like a goody two shoes. And like, all I wanted was to just have friends. (laughs) And her and this other girl, we were in second grade and we were in like the same class and there were these, like there was like a cutout in the wall that had like all of our hooks for, so it's kind of like like a a big closet. closet. Yeah. Yeah. And it had like all of our hooks for our backpacks and stuff. So like, I feel like maybe we'll have different renditions of this story based on like who's blacked out what, but I remember like sitting at the reading carpet and like you and Shannon talking and like meowing and like talking about the cats. <laughs> and I was like, what are you guys talking about? And you guys had me so mother freaking convinced that there were invisible cats. Oh, in really? Cat packs. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that if I – I think that I was more just like pretending to be convinced because I was like, yeah, like if I buy into this, even if it makes me look stupid, they're going to like me. (laughs) And (laughs) I, so I don't really remember that. I don't actually even remember how it started. Um, But what I remember is us being in the library and – us all talking about it. And I think this was like pretty far down the line. And then someone else like overheard or like they were sitting with us and they're like, what are you talking about? And we told them and they were just like, no, you don't like <laughs> that's not real. And I was like, Oh, uh, what? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> but like, and we would bring like, I would bring like little bags of like cat food to school and shit. <laughs> just to, you know, really lean in. Holy shit. And, like, we would use it, like, that's what I remember. I remember either, like, at recess or, like, at the library or whatever and, like, pretending like we were training them and, like, teaching yeah. them tricks and stuff by giving – and, like, feeding them, <laughs> like – And I remember, and- like, going and, like, unzipping our backpacks and, like, petting them and, like, make, mm-hmm. like talking to them making sure they're okay. And I remember, like, I have this very vivid memory of, like, going to my backpack and I was, like – In my head, I was like, this is so fucking stupid. And, like, (laughs) there's no fucking cat in here. When is the – when am I going to actually see a cat? There's never going to be any cat. Like, (laughs) but I just wanted to be friends with you guys so bad. (laughs) But then we also – like, it was such a weird, like, triangle of friendship because – We also there was another thing that I thought about that which I don't know if you remember. So it was like either before or after the cat thing happened, but it's like Shannon was like my best friend. But then she started becoming friends with you. And that's what I was like, uh no. And, and that, but I uh we used to like trade off. Like one week she would be like my best friend, the next week, like <laughs> she would be your best friend. And we would play this thing where yeah, so we would play <laughs> like pretend we would pretend to be cousins. Like me and Shannon would be mm-hmm. like, um, well, actually, like we're related. So like we're better friends. And you'd be like, no, you're not. And we're like, yeah, we're actually cousins. And and <laughs> like just like once removed or whatever, like make up this whole story. So but I and but then the next week, like you guys would do some stupid shit like that as well. But I just like this rivalry, like we, we talked about in the other episode, but it started for me because uh, that was the first year that I met you. Like, I think you had just moved to mm-hmm. Cheryl. So you were like competition because you because I danced, but you danced competitively. And like I mentioned the last episode, like you would like bring in your trophies and like oh, show off. And then you would like you would like specifically call me out on shit. Oh, and but then I would start doing it back to you. So I remember you, um, like tried telling people that you got like your ear pierced or something, um, like your cartilage pierced. Mind <laughs> you, we're in we're in elementary school. It was definitely a magnet. Yeah, it was a magnetic <laughs> earring, and I remember, um, being like, "That's such a fucking lie," and and then I remember like you. Or someone like took it off, like someone took it off your ear and they stuck it to the pole on the playground. And I was just like, ha ha, that's what you get. If anyone wonders where Eric, an- Eric and I relationship like issues come from, <laughs> it's second grade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, my God. I wish I I wish I had a resolve or like I knew how all of that resolved. I think we just went to third grade and then we we didn't really like hang out after that. Not until, like, fifth grade, yeah. Yeah. No, like, sixth. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah, sixth. Fifth is when I was, like, starting to get babysat the same place that you did, so. Oh, that's right, yeah. But, yeah, it's it's really funny. I don't remember much of fourth grade. I remember third grade only because you kissed somebody under a slide. Like, I remember that being, like, (laughs) the big deal. But maybe that was a big deal, like, when we were in sixth grade. Like, you were still talking about it. I don't know. So... (laughs) I was just really milking it. So there's our like, you know, adolescent child cringe. But, but yeah, like you said, that's just like, I don't know, whatever. We were children and we had very active and competitive imaginations. Not much has changed. We both still are super competitive and hate getting called out on our shit, but we'll willingly call other people out on their shit. Yeah. <laughs> Dishes criticism well. Can't take it. <laughs> uh, I, I know. So one of um, Rob's friends. So he has like a, a couple of friends that he plays uh, the Switch with. Like Mario Kart mostly. And <laughs> which I like, jealous. <laughs> yeah, I'll play occasionally. But I just am not good at it. And Rob's really good at it. And so I'm like, no, I don't want to play with you. Like this is not fun. <laughs> you never lose. let me win. <laughs> Yeah. And and so uh, our, our friend was like, Ergo, you should you should like come. And Rob was like, ah, like she she comes like once in a while, but it's not really her thing. And uh, she's like, what? Really? I was like, yeah, you don't know. I hate losing. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. No, I hate losing. <laughs> that is such a thing. Even at work, like I play games with kids sometimes and I'm like, I have to let them win sometimes. And it's still like with a five-year-old sitting in front of me who, like, you know, his only job is to want to win this game, and it's, like, takes all of me to throw the game. (laughs) You're like my mom. My mom and I used to play Pretty Pretty Princess, and she couldn't even let me win at that. (laughs) I have one kid who, like, I do have to win every once in a while because, like, what is that teaching a child, right? (laughs) You are my mom. But he's like – he always throws this huge tantrum, like crazy tantrum. And he's like, that's not fair. You made a bad choice and that is not fair. And I'm like, life's not fair, buddy. <laughs> oh, and then I'm like, yes, I won. Fair and square. Um, all right. Anyways. All right. So – Story time number two, Erica and I also share this story. Most of you guys know that Erica came up to New York for the summers and like that's when our friendship really evolved. So yeah, so Mariah and I used to spend most of the time when we've all we've covered most of this, but for anyone who hasn't heard that episode, so Mariah and I used to hang out all the time, mostly at my dad's house and it was it was kind of like. You know, I was there. I didn't live there all year. I was just there to visit. And so, like, my dad would get sensitive if we were, like, over anywhere else all the time. So that was, like, my compromise where I could still hang out with Mariah, but we were (laughs) technically (laughs) at the house. So he saw us around. (laughs) Teenager shit. and. There was uh, the house across the street from us. This was the first summer, I think, right? That I was back, maybe the first or second. So this was like 2004. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> about 2004. Um, Ryan, and I were, were hanging out in the side yard and we were playing with my dog, Winnie. Hold on, though. Hold on. We need to start with what we were dressed in. Yeah, so, okay, so, and also back in this time, we were very, should I say grungy? Um, We were very, like, double middle fingers up. I don't care what you think. Um, I'm going to wear my Spongebob pajama pants all day long if I want to. (laughs) Erica had these sponge, blue men's Spongebob pajama pants because they had the dick hole. And then (laughs) (laughs) I had these red and white, like, old popcorn, like, Mm -hmm. container. So they said, like, popcorn on them, and they were, like, red and white pinstripes, (laughs) and we wore them everywhere. Like – Oh, you just woke up? Okay, you're in your pajamas. Oh, you want to get all dolled up and then go to Walmart? Okay, still in pajamas but with makeup and hair straightened. Exactly. We would spend hours doing our hair and makeup and then wear oversized hoodies and pajama pants everywhere. And it's like middle of the summer and people are like, aren't you sweating? We're like, we don't sweat. (laughs) Meanwhile, we're like so fucking hot. So – now that you can picture it, <laughs> we're outside and we're in the side yard and the, the house across the street is getting an addition put on, like there, there's construction happening on the house. And we happen to see that one of the guys working on this house is really attractive, <laughs> and, like a teenager. He's not like a grown man. Don't be weird. <laughs> <laughs> and he had his wife beater on and he was <laughs> glistening, and you know, like his jeans were his ass was halfway out of his jeans, like just so hot with like oversized boxers hanging out. Oh, yeah. So it's interesting though, because earlier we said that we don't have the same taste in men, but we were both really into this guy. Yeah. And it was just a novelty for us, like it was just somebody new to look at. And how, and it's like we sat there, we're like, how are we gonna get his attention? Like, how can we hit on him when he's just over there working all day? Like, we're not gonna walk over there. <laughs> so the solution was obvious. Hold on, it wasn't yet though. Do you remember we started blaring music first? Oh, we, yeah. So, some 40, <laughs> that was the some 41 uh, all killer, no filler album summer. And there was a song in too deep and Erica and I had a entire dance made up to the chorus mm-hmm. of it full with like plugging your nose, like snorkel, um, swimming dance moves. Yeah. And we had to bring out back in those days, we had to bring out a whole boom box <laughs> with, and put the actual CD <laughs> in it. And we had it blaring, uh-huh. blaring thinking that he could hear it. He could not. Turns out. So, and then we are doing our choreographed dance just in the side yard, you know, for funsies. So imagine just like looking over and these two like 13 year olds are just like dancing seemingly to no music. Oh my God. It's so bad. And that didn't get his attention, believe it or not. (laughs) So then, so then this is where we resorted. I believe this is like in the same day or at least the same week. So we're in the side yard. We're playing with my dog, Winnie. We had this ball that's like a heavy duty, like super like, he- like think of like a Kong ball, like the density, but it's like doesn't have a hole in the middle. It's just solid. If I think real hard about it, I can still feel what that feels like to get hit in the leg with. <laughs> like it hurts. And it, it was light up. So it's really cool. Yeah. Uh huh. And so we just decided that we were going to chuck it across the street, <laughs> and then ask him to bring it over. We like waved like damsels in distress. Oh my god! No, okay. no, we threw it, and then we chickened out and we ran. No, oh, hold on, hold on. Who chickened out and ran? And <laughs> ran. Well, I did first. Go but ahead, Rachel. <laughs> He he picked it up. You booked it. And I remember like making eye contact with him and like just like waving and then just like casually like walking, wanting to sprint, but like walking (laughs) to where you walked. And you were like dying. You were like in the corridor, like kind of between like your dad's house and the garage. And you were just like dying. And then he actually walked over with the ball and he's like, um, hi. <laughs> like, Ew, I feel like this is only super cringy to us, but it's fine. Hayes, if you're listening, I hope you grew out of the wife beater. How did we get it? We somehow got his like aim screen name. Like he gave us his his screen name. Yep. And so then we started, this is the cringy part too, though, is that we started um, chatting with him on AIM and he would be like, hola, bonita. (laughs) And we thought like, oh my God, he's bilingual. (laughs) He was like two years older than us and like had started taking foreign language classes and like we hadn't. So he'd be like, hola, bonita. And we'd be like, oh my God, we're going to marry Hayes. The kicker is, are you going to talk about your house? Yeah. So <laughs> did, I think we might have lied to him about our age by like a year or two, which wasn't really like that big of a deal. Oh, we totally did. I think we told him we were like 15 or 16. Yeah. Because, yeah. Because for some reason, like he thought that I drove and like we kept in touch like a little bit or like he would just like. After that summer, like, he would just, like, message one of us or, like, we'd message him just be like, hey, what's up, N2M, LOL, you, like, but it never, like, went any further or whatever, but I remember pulling, so, like, my dad was having some work done on his house and the bus was pulling up to, (laughs) to my house and I had to get off. And I was like, I just like sank. I was like sitting there and I saw who was working on the house and I just like went wet noodle and like just went boneless, sank into the seat. And like, how am I going to get into this house without him recognizing who I was? So I had like my track hoodie on. I put my hood up And, like, had my backpack and, like, my freaking flute because, like, that's cool. (laughs) So, I, like, tried to get into this house, but I had to go through the front door, and that's where they were working. And he was like, oh, hey, Mariah. And I was like, hi. (laughs) And, like, went inside, and that was the last we ever heard from him. (laughs) So gross. And then uh, this week, Mariah texted me, and she's like, so my dad needs a new roof. (laughs) Guess who's working on it? I was like, tell me it's Hayes. <laughs> it's not Hayes. It, it wasn't. <laughs> However, that's a really funny story. Super quick. My dad hired um, an Amish family to do the roof and sent me videos of their horse and buggy tied to his front yard or tied to the tree in the front yard. So there's always something it, wacky going on at Dave's. It was <laughs> like the Wells Fargo logo, with <laughs> the horse and the carriage. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, oh, man. Okay. Well, I think that story kind of leads to our AIM conversations with boys. Uh, yeah. So, and this is like another one. It's like really cringy, but also I think a lot of, at least a lot of people in our in our group of friends did this. Like, I remember this being really common or maybe it wasn't. I was just like, I was in fact, boy crazy. Like my grandfather thought. <laughs> But basically for all of you old enough to have enjoyed uh AOL messenger, AOL instant messenger. We used to like either create, or I did, I would create like new screen names and, and like message people and just be like, so like what do you think of Erica? <laughs> Or like you ask your friends to to ask your crush like so. Do you have a crush on anyone? Like, <laughs> oh my god! If I guess it, will will you tell me? <laughs> so cringy. But yeah, I think that that was fairly normal. I mean, it's cr- it's cringy, but it was a, a a regular occurrence. No, the regular occurrence was you printing out conversations like converting them to a word document printing them out and then handwriting on the side of them and I was an- annotating my conversations for you and sending me pages of them which I freaking wish I would have brought that one out that I told you I have for blackmail next cringe fest you better put on your big girl panties girlfriend because I am bringing out that one that I found when I moved mm. I thought for sure you were going to bring it for this episode. Uh, I don't know why I didn't. I don't, you added that one to the document like kind of recently, I think, or I like just skimmed over it and I didn't see it. It didn't even cross my mind. Yeah. And okay. So I do have advice for this, <laughs> for this one, because even though like AIM conversations are no longer a thing, this is, this I think has crossover, not printing it out because <laughs> that was so fucking weird of me, but, um, this the growner, growner upper version of this was like in college when I would like there was a guy that I would be really into but like he was obviously lukewarm about me and so then I would be like sending you screenshots and be like okay so this is what's happening what do I say (laughs) or what do I do what how do I like how do I respond to this or like how do I make him like give me a solid answer about this instead of like always you know dodging the question and I think that is super super common now like there's all those memes and shit about like you know Mm -hmm. like guys guys beware like if everything that you're saying is being shared with their with all of her friends (laughs) and, and shit so i think and it's so much easier now to say it or it's so much easier to look back and uh be able to say this but it's just like if it's not and this is also a little cliche but if it's not a hell yes then it's a no like And it's so true, like, if a guy wants to spend time with you, he will. Like, there's nothing that's going to make it too busy, make him too busy to, like, not be able to text you back or to not be able to hang out with you until 2 Mm a.m. Or, like, you know, if just because he doesn't have the guts to say, like, hey, like, I don't see this being a serious thing um, doesn't mean that he will come around. Stop trying to, like, fight for something that's not there. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or, like, Erica, I think that we alluded to this one, too, in a previous episode. But, like, that one's the one that I have printed out that I have to find for next Cringe Fest, like, this guy would literally, like, ignore you, ignore you, ignore you, ignore you. Like, you'd send, like, 10 or 15, like, (laughs) Uh. AIM, whatever, like, instant messages. And he then would be, like, sorry, baby, BBY, you know, (laughs) ILY. And then you'd like on the side of it, you'd be like, see, he's just so great. It's like, oh, no. no. No, 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 no. And it's just hard. It's really hard because you're, you know, like clinging for any kind of confirmation you're just like oh they're just not good at communicating or whatever and used to tell me that all the time and I just would not listen (laughs) (laughs) and so that's my advice my advice to my past self and to anyone who is willing to listen to it is like just let it go you don't need to like send your conversations to your girlfriends if you have to ask then it's probably not right yeah also like, sending conversations to your girlfriends now is way more risky. Like, the OG way of doing it was printing it in a Word document and then sending it by snail mail. You don't fuck up the recipient that way. Like, have you ever sent a screenshot to the person that you're, like, screenshotting? Be like, what the fuck with this bitch? You're like, oh, my God. There's been multiple times where you and I have done that to each other and we're like, I literally had to check that, like, 18 times before I sent it to you. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. I've done that. And it's just like, I, I think one time I was like, you know what? I just have to own up to it. And I was just like, yeah, like, you know, I think you're being a real dick. I don't agree with (laughs) (laughs) this. That's okay. If you take anything away from this episode, I think that it's (laughs) own your cringe confidently. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's, you just gotta, you know, it, it obviously depends it depends on the situation like if you're tr- if you're like trying to be supportive like to their face and then you turn around and like get caught sending screenshots of the conversation and like making fun of them then like you know you're obviously busted and there's no <laughs> there's no going back from that you just have to own it but but also you can turn it around as like a a like, like constructive feedback. Like, yeah, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I probably shouldn't have like screenshot this and sent it to so-and-so, but I really don't agree. Like, I think that you're being out of line or something, you know, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) Oh, okay. Word of advice. Always send your screenshot first in a separate message with like whatever you're saying about the person, because then you can come back from it no matter what. Like, (laughs) But if you say like, if you send the screenshot with like in the same message with like, oh, my God, this person's such a fucking idiot. Like, grow a pair. My God, could you come up with a real problem to complain about? Like, you can't uh, come back from that. So just send no. it separately. And then, like, if they're like, hey, why did you send me a screenshot of my own conversation? Like, oh, I just thought you maybe needed to reread it from my perspective to realize that you sound a little ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, like, just read this one specific part that you just said. <laughs> Sorry, my phone's being weird. I wanted to make sure that- that i didn't lose where we were i did so then, even before um even before like screenshots like think old school like flip phone days when you couldn't send screenshots of things um (laughs) i would i accidentally texted my friend's mom once talking shit about her (laughs) (laughs) like by name oh yeah yeah she was standing in front of me when she read it and I was just like and I don't know I don't know how I came back from that it must have been one of those things that like you know adults are just like I'm gonna let you slide on this like yeah like I don't have the emotional energy for that (laughs) yeah you little twat (laughs) oh my god Oh my god. I, th- I was thinking that with like Hayes too, that like there was no way that his uncles and like dad that he was working with didn't notice us. They were just like adults about it and they were just like, All right, this is stupid, like little puppy love shit, and we're just gonna like let this slide. Well, and it was a bunch of dudes, so I'm sure they're like, Yeah, Hayes, like, oh, all the little girls love you, Hayes. Yeah, Hayes, go get those popcorn and SpongeBob girls. Oh so gross. <laughs> I hate it. (laughs) It's so bad. Okay, and then keeping on theme with cringy moments that involved boys. (laughs) I mean, oh, all of them. I have blacked out – like this was work for me to try to think of things because I'm like, wow, I've had so many cringy moments in my life, but I literally have blacked so many of them out. So many. It, well, I know. It took us a long time to get this episode because Mariah couldn't think of any. She was just like, nope, this isn't a vault. We don't know the the code anymore. <laughs> like, I locked that shit up and threw away the key and moved 5,000 miles away. Like... <laughs> well, and then some of my... So, like, this one that I'm about to tell... I cannot forget, even if I wanted to, because my mother loves to tell this story. She is the worst. She loves to embarrass me. I mean, and at the at the time, very not funny to her either. She, one of the times, she may have considered sending me away. Um, but You're going to live so with have, your father, yeah. yeah and then I, that's it's all over. Uh, so. I was dating this guy, I think it was like my senior, yeah, it must have been my senior year um it, he he was I don't remember it. for some reason, I was grounded um and also this this guy was not super great. he was a little bit of a piece of shit, but I was so in love with him. He was just such a like ch- charming and like just like a goofy like I don't know just young boy way. And, uh, but so what I I was grounded and then he, but he like wanted to like come like see me or something. So my mom, I could like go and like hang out at the, in like the front yard. That was like, I was something I was allowed to do. I just couldn't leave the house. And so he came by and, uh, I, we were sitting in his car and like, we started like making out and we're like kind of fooling around First of all, <laughs> it was the middle of the day. Oh, <laughs> like, oh my God. It was like like the, set, setting the scene. It is a suburban neighborhood. Houses here are like side by side. Tacked like on top of each other. Yeah, like there's no room. People are driving up and down the street, like whatever. And um and, like, you know it's like a weekend day so like people and it's a nice day out so like people are like out taking walks <laughs> one of which was my mother <laughs> oh. she was out and this is when my sister was still a baby so she's out with my sister like in her stroller and they like walk by and see me and my boyfriend like fooling around in the friend's seat and my mom comes up <laughs> pounds on the window and just starts <laughs> screaming at me like you get inside right now what are you doing what's the you're doing <laughs> <laughs> you Brenda there are no oh. teenage pregnancies allowed to happen in a front oh. seat of a car Brenda uh, you oh tell that bitch Erica so and it's just like so- <laughs> oh it's so <sighs> embarrassing because like first of all what was I thinking I wasn't I was a teenager, and-, <laughs> and just like and also, I'm really pushing it. I was already grounded, like what was I doing, and um anyway, so then I like go inside and I'm like immediately hiding from my mom until she still, like comes and uh finds me, and just like I don't know what happened, but I'm pretty sure I was grounded even further, double grounded, no leaving the house, you lost all front yard privileges, no front yard privileges. <laughs> I remember just remembered a story that's kind of similar to that, but it involves your dad. But it was me. Do you? you Do you remember this? So I like got my high school boyfriend, like Eric and I went to the mall and I bought him like a Hollister polo. Like how fucking cool, right? And it was like his birthday or something. And like he drove out to like see me. And I was like, well, I just want to like give this to him. Then like we're gonna go drive around for a couple minutes, like aka go make out and fool around. So we were like we were literally just, like, parked somewhere, and, like, we weren't doing anything. Like, nothing was happening. And we were just, like, hanging out and talking, probably, like, fighting or some shit, because that was <laughs> fucking toxic. But anyways, um you, like, texted me, and you were like, get your ass home now. And, like, I didn't have good service, but I was like, get my ass home. Like, I don't live with you. Like, <laughs> why is your dad mad at me? Like, I don't live there why is he upset with me so I remember like walking into your house and like trying to like act cool and your dad was just like standing at the counter and like he was silent (laughs) and I was just like okay so like is shit gonna go down or like can we hang out so like you and I were just like kind of hanging out in the living room like silent and then he was like your dad has this voice that's like I don't know like it it could like I don't know, it just echoes in a room that's like not supposed to echo. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know. <laughs> he was just like Mariah. Uh, uh. <laughs> it's like the voice of God. Yeah, that yeah, it's like God. And I'm like, "Uh, hi. <laughs> I'm back." And he was like, "Come here, please." <laughs> you don't remember this? Uh, vaguely like very very vaguely but I don't remember the details at and all. then I was just I just like totally tried to play it off and I was just like you know like he's like I don't like that you guys lied to me like you and Erica both lied to me and you were gone and I'm responsible for you when you're at my house and I was like first of all like I was in that teenager mentality like first of all nobody's responsible for me <laughs> especially not even my own dad aka but like you know I stayed with you the entire summer but you're still not responsible for me but I remember just being like what did I lie about like how did you just you said that like I was gonna be I was like just running home to get clothes or something but then like I didn't have service when you first texted me so I was gone for like another half hour that's that's such a weird thing like how did he know that We were lying because like, what if you were just, you went home to get clothes and you're just hanging out with your dad? (laughs) I know. I don't know. Maybe he saw the car pick me up or something. (laughs) And this is the other weird thing about my dad is that he won't just like, like you just said that. You came home and he's just standing there. And then it's like, he doesn't just address it. No, it was 45 minutes of like our hearts racing. Like what the fuck's going to happen? Do we just ignore this and pretend like nothing happened? I don't even really know why I'm in trouble, but I know that I'm in trouble. (laughs) Yeah. And and he just lets you, he lets you sweat it out. But that's just because he doesn't know what to say either. And so he... (laughs) <laughs> He's trying to get his, his shit in a row. <sighs> That's like that time he caught me and Abby sneaking out. And it's like, <laughs> he didn't say a fucking word to us. He just let us like stress about it all night. And then the next day he was like, yeah, it's fine. You're grounded, but we're good. <laughs> Parent tactics, man. Silence really does kill us inside. Oh, it does. Any advice? Any advice for the teenagers? <laughs> I don't know. You gotta plan these things out ahead of time. You can't just I feel, eat. yeah. I feel like my cause my mom was so on top of things when I was in high school. Like she I had to be really thorough. Mm-hmm. I couldn't my my lies, like if I said I was gonna be somewhere, it couldn't be too easy mm-hmm. or too complicated. It had to be just simple enough but also give me enough wiggle room in case something goes awry. And and I think I got I for the most part came out unscathed. There were a few times where she caught me um which was terrifying. But like the whole getting caught, you know, in the in my boyfriend's car in the middle of the day, like that's just careless. And I and I can't decide. I'm like I feel like that's probably just teenage underdeveloped brains like making impulse decisions that's like something else thinking for you instead of your brain yeah Mm -hmm. so you know kids just um stop thinking with your genitalia yeah Mm -hmm. Mm, easier said than done (laughs) <laughs> my dad caught me at my high school boyfriend's house and it was like that same thing like he was supposed to be out of town so I like made up a story about where I was gonna be but I was really going to my high school boyfriend's house but he was like like I know that he didn't buy my story and I was like well fuck but like it's fine I just gotta get through the night and like he won't be home anyways so like he's not gonna find out you know And Mm -hmm. it's, like, 2 in the morning, and we hear footsteps. So, like, my high school boyfriend's, like, house was kind of, like, split, and he had his own entrance into, like, the upstairs, like, what used to be an apartment. And we hear, like, footsteps, which wasn't, (gasps) like, that crazy because, like, sometimes his friends would just, like, come in and out, and there was, like, a hangout area with, like, a pool table and stuff. So we're, like, who's that? Like, who's coming upstairs at, like, 2 in the morning? We're, like, laying in bed with, like, no shirts on. Oh and it's freaking Dave. Oh, my God. Uh huh. And I was like, oh, I'm not staying here. Like, he, I'm staying where I said I was going to be staying. But like, he just came to pick me up. We're like, we're just hanging out. We didn't realize what time it was. And my dad was like, get in the car. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. After that, oh, I was no. allowed to like stay there, though, because he was like, well, I guess I'm not going to like stop it from happening. That's nice we were like, I was like a senior, junior. I think I was a senior. Yeah. Oh my God. That is the worst. (laughs) It was so cringy though, because like, you know how you get like so far into a lie and then like eventually you just have to be like, okay, obviously I'm lying. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I didn't want to admit it, even though like we both knew it was the elephant in the room that it was a giant lie. But then he, he played like the total dad game too, of just like trying to like get me further into it. Like, okay well like so then what about this like if you if you were doing that then like what about this and I'd like make something else up and he was just like dragging it out it's like stop fucking asking me questions we both know what's going on in mean- there so like give me the punishment and let's get it over with I know oh no? my god oh man I'm gonna be such an asshole mom about stuff like that too I'm gonna be exactly the same way man yeah, I don't know cuz it's just like at that point it's just like impulse. Yeah. It's your react it's just your instinct. Yep. Oh man, I hope I'm not scary though. Because that's <laughs> the thing, that's what that's what makes kids lie. Yeah. But then also like they're doing stupid shit too. So it's like you got to I don't know. Oof. I don't know. No one no one said parenting was easy. I don't, we don't even have kids and I'm already like this No, hard. I'm like what great birth control. <laughs> yeah and then and then it's like I can't even learn from Kendall because Kendall doesn't my sister everyone uh she she is like such a homebody like and she has absolutely no desire to like go hang out with her friends same with Gabby (laughs) I'm like okay so like have you kissed anyone yet and she's like ew I'm like you're 17 (laughs) like stick your tongue in someone's mouth come on how how so okay and it's like it's like things like that i'm like yeah maybe i was a little too boy crazy (laughs) but then with her i'm like you're lying to me like you know that you can talk to me about anything because i'm the cool sister right like you know that you can talk to me tell me whose talking you've sucked (laughs) 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 holy shit she's like you're a psychopath get out of my face (laughs) okay all right what's next Uh, Okay, let's just, let's talk about some more recent ones. Like our next theme is going to be kind of around weed. And in my case, also involves a guy. (laughs) (laughs) Weird. Erica, we got the theme. (laughs) Why why do all my stories? Oh, I'm embarrassing. This is my cringe. (laughs) This is my cringe moment. (laughs) Uh, All right. So my cringe moment is with weed in general. So like my underlying theme with weed is that I can't handle it. You're getting better though. I am getting better, but I have a lot of panic attacks associated with weed. (laughs) But Uh. they're like these weird out-of-body experiences where like I know that my body's panicking and I know that it's because I smoked weed, but like I can't figure out how to make it stop. So Yeah, and it's almost like your brain your brain is sort of clear. Like you like there's one part of your brain that like knows what's going on but can't do anything about it. And then another part of your brain that's just like making you freak out. And, and your body there, You're dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the first, okay. So we'll preface this with like, weed is legal in Alaska. So I've like since dabbled a little bit more than like ever before. Also, I'm not married to a cop anymore. Yeah. I used to be really afraid to tell Mariah that if I had smoked weed because she was married to a cop, I'm like, she's going to judge me. No, like he didn't care. But like, it's just not something that like I was going to like out of respect for him. I wasn't going to like put him in an awkward situation to like do it, even if it wasn't like at our house. It's just like weird. So the first time I smoked weed in Alaska, (laughs) I was like sharing a joint and I was like, okay, took like a hit and like didn't feel anything. Like I didn't remember like how long it takes for that to kick in. So I'm like, all right, I'm good. Like, so I smoked like a half a joint of, but like, let's just start with the people that I surrounded myself with like when I first got here like did not smoke like wimpy weed like they (laughs) smoked like 32 percent THC like these things are called like I don't know like gorilla everything like all these like 32 is not that I guess I don't know about I was just thinking in terms of like vapes those are usually higher okay that's higher yes but it's a it's different so, like a vape is like 80 to 90% usually, or like 70 to 90% usually, but it's different. And you don't smoke as much of it, or like you don't, you know, you take like a couple of hits of it and then you start to feel something. Whereas, like a joint, you're going to like smoke a whole like joint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot like I think like the highest measuring as of like a couple of years ago, the highest measuring THC, like actual flower was like 33 percent or 34 percent. OK, gotcha. Hey, see, I'm learning something. So, yeah. So that's why I like a vape is called like a concentrate because it's like the con- it's just concentrated THC, but it's not like equivalent of it's not the same measurement, basically. Yeah. Like if you break it out by like usage. You- yeah. Yeah. I yeah. So, so anyway, so I smoke like half of this joint and I'm like, we're like watching a movie and I'm sitting in the corner and like the TV's kind of like over to my left and it was my favorite movie too, which is Split, by the way. Um, <laughs> and I wanted to watch it so bad and it like 20 minutes later just like hit me and my body was like frozen and I, he was like, just try to watch the movie, like just. Calm down. Like, what do you need? I was like, water. I need water. Water. <laughs> Definitely need water. And I'm like frozen. He's like, just turn around and like relax, like lay down, watch the movie. And I was like, if I literally move my head right now, I'm going to vomit everywhere. So he's like scrambling to like try to get like something for me to vomit into. And I'm like, You idiot. Like I'm not actually going to puke, but like I just stop like making me more nervous by making sudden movements. Just sit down and stay still. And like I just start crying. And I'm like, how long is this going to last? And he's like, um, like, do you want the honest answer? And I was like, Yeah, be honest. And he's like, probably like two or three hours. And I'm like, okay, I can do this. And I we're like in the cabin in the middle of the woods. And I'm like, what's going to happen to me? Like if I go into cardiac arrest, which is what I'm absolutely sure is happening right now, I am going to die. Like there's an ambulance is not going to get here fast enough for me to not die. So then I start asking him, like, has anybody ever died of a weed overdose? (laughs) Oh, while I'm crying. And he's like, (laughs) he's like laughing at me. And I'm like, what about this is funny? (laughs) Nothing is funny he's like, just watch the movie. And he tried like moving my head. So I was like, all right, I'll watch the movie, but don't touch my head. So I like was just looking out of the corner of my eye, trying to watch this movie with like tears rolling down my face. (laughs) And he's like, do you want me to like rub your feet? Like, what do you need me to do? And I was like, if you touch me, I will die. And then (laughs) I'm like, that I, so I like kind of calmed down a little bit. And then, you know, like my mind's still like racing and stuff. And I'm like, oh my god what? what happens if I get cancer and oh, I smoke weed oh my god So now I'm having like this other panic and like sob attack oh. because I'm like thinking 50 years down the road if I no. like, get cancer and I can't smoke weed <laughs> because that's logical yeah oh like shit. let's take one problem at a time super cringe fest so, like the next day he's like well glad to see you didn't overdose it's <laughs> like fuck you wait so did you did it eventually just wear off like you wrote it out for like three hours or did you fall asleep no i like wrote it out i was like in full panic mode like Sometimes it's weird like my body has these like parasympathetic reactions like opposite reactions of like what i'm supposed to have to things like melatonin will often make my heart race and like benadryl makes my heart race when like those things normally knock people out and sometimes like if i have too much coffee it makes me super sleepy so i probably have like adhd that was just never diagnosed (laughs) But I often have like opposite reactions to things. So I – with weed, I've found like that I really have to find like a strain that works for me and like works well for me because this has happened more than once with weed. And it's like often with indica, which is supposed to relax you. And it does the opposite for me. So what is your favorite strain then? You know, I don't really know. There was – I had this one – Um, just like a blueberry mimosa one that was a cartridge. So I found that I like cartridges better. They hit me a little bit like slower, I guess. And I Mm -hmm. can kind of like time them better than like smoking a joint. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. But then I smoked this joint like, like a couple of weeks ago and it was like, coated on the outside with like crystal like the oh yeah I sent you a picture of it like the I forgot what it's called but it's called like infused and it's like in I don't know I don't know it was like a $25 joint it was pretty cool but that I liked but I only took one hit of it and I was so stoned that's interesting I don't like joints Mm -hmm. um I don't I don't have a ton of experience with them but from when I have smoked them, I don't get high from them. And I recently learned so I and I know so like when you're explaining that like panic, I think yours is was a different like another level from what I've experienced. but like I know exactly like what you're trying to explain when you're talking about like this like panic attack feeling like just because you're too high um, because and I think I figured out so I've recently learned that I smoke. The wrong way like I take way too big of rips <laughs> mm-hmm. no that's and, I do that too and so yeah so I think I don't know I don't know cause like I said I don't really fuck with joints but like with like a pipe or like a, a bong the t- the first time it happened to me it was it was in college and this guy that I didn't really know like I kind of knew him but like my friends knew him better um he lived in the same apartment building as I did we lived one floor up and we went over to his apartment just to like hang out and they were they were just all like smoking and they had this big bong and I had never smoked out of one before and I just took the biggest fucking grip and we were all just sitting in the living living room and it was totally dark and watching this movie (laughs) and I I had that feeling where I was like part of me was like I know where I am I know what's happening like it's not like I'm out of control like drunk where I'm just like what's happening I so I was like clear on like one part of my brain but the other part of my brain was just like oh my god my body is freaking out like nothing works I'm frozen I can't like I feel like I can't breathe (laughs) and like and I had to I can I remember hearing people talk and I'd be like, OK, I just need to I just need to focus, like focus on listening to their voice, like mm-hmm. k- like let's just remember to breathe. We're just going to focus here. And then and then I just my friend was sitting next to me and I just remember I grabbed her leg because I, I couldn't move like you were saying, like you move you can't move your head. You have to ground like, yourself on something. Yeah. And so I like, grabbed her leg and she was like, are you OK? And I was like, no. She's like, do we need to go to the bathroom? I was like, yeah. And so she like walked to the bathroom with me. I get in there and I remember I had like a hat on and um, I had my cell phone and I just like threw them on the ground and I just like like curled up in a ball and just started (laughs) sobbing like sobbing and she was like oh my god (laughs) 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 and then and then it was like I lost all my body function like couldn't walk my friends had to like carry me and then of course the way my apartment complex was like the floors weren't the same. It was like this weird like puzzle thing. So like where there was a stairwell um, on my floor, there was a wall on this third floor that we were on. So then we had to like we got lost like trying to figure out how we got back down to my apartment, even though we were in the same damn building. And then I and then I threw up and then I just like passed out. (laughs) (laughs) I get like in this weird like coma of like my body can't move and which is like probably really great like so I don't I'm impressed that you were able to like walk to the bathroom and stuff because I just remember having to pee so bad and I just because I was like literally slamming water to try to like just feel better and I had like four or five bottles of water and I still couldn't get up to like go pee and I was like so like I know that like this relationship is new but like do you care if I just pee in your bed <laughs> you're, you're like oh, here's the situation <laughs> what's going on unless you physically place me on a toilet which I could not promise uh will go smoothly <laughs> that's also interesting to me that you are able to like talk through all this because like that's something like when I get too high I can't talk and I there was a couple <laughs> of times like in college where I'd be like way too high like we made brownies once and then we hot box and then and then they were like because I thought we were just chilling at this guy at our friend's house it was his birthday. And I thought we were just chilling there. And then they were like, Yeah, let's go. Like so and so is having this bonfire. And so we went and I was just like, okay. And I like I just was like a mute. Like I would just like stare at you and I couldn't say anything. <laughs> and then like then we go and there was this guy who I had just met like the weekend before and he like had this big crush on me. And so I'm like sitting, and then imagine being like really stoned, and then you're just staring at a fireplace <laughs> or at like a, at a fire pit. You're just like, "This is really nice." <laughs> this is and like, it's so funny to me because I can so picture it. But like, <laughs> I've also seen you like that when you're just like really pissed at something. Oh, <laughs> so I think, yeah. I feel like I would be like, "Uh, like, don't poke the bear, and like, kindly tap you, and be like, Erica." Oh yeah. I, and Are like you... these people didn't really know me at that point. Like this is when I was just kind of starting to hang out with this like group of people. And, so, and, and so like, I'm like sitting around this fire and this guy comes and sits next to me and poor thing. He <laughs> was trying so hard to talk to me, like just trying to, like <laughs> anything he could think of to talk to me. And I remember like in my head, like my head was clear. Like I, I, like, my brain was working and I could, I was, like, thinking very clearly, but I was just, like, so body high that I was just, I literally was, like, either not looking at him at all because it was, like, so transfixed. Yeah. (laughs) I was by this fire. (laughs) And then, or I would just, like, look at him out of the side of my eye. (laughs) Just, like, no response. Which, guys, Erica is, like, the OG of (laughs) RBF. Oh, yeah. I mean, multiple, multiple people that I have worked with have been like oh my god when I started working here I thought you hated me (laughs) like oh you're so scary or like my poor apprentice um I was telling her like I was talking to her the other day and I was like yeah like sorry I gotta jump I gotta go interview someone for this this role that we're hiring for and she said I don't remember why she said it but then she was like oh yeah like have fun like I just remember when you were interviewing me like you were the scariest one I was like me (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, that's not even like I think that those two things were not that cringy to me for some reason, but there is like this one time where I had a very similar reaction, except I was down in Austin for South by Southwest and it had been raining all weekend and we went to this outdoor show. And so – and it was, like, on grass, so it was, like, all mud everywhere, and it was just packed with people. So, you know, like, when, like, a bunch of people are, like, walking on the grass and stuff, it just gets, like, so muddy, and then you, like, couldn't move. Well, this guy shows up, and he – this guy that I, like, had a big crush on, and – Weird. Yeah. (laughs) Shocker. (laughs) It never happens. I never have crushes on guys. (laughs) (laughs) he shows up and he uh handed me a joint or like was it a joint I think or it was like one of those one hit things you know okay but I don't know what it was I and I really really knew nothing about weed at this point and um and but it was really strong like and I had been drinking all day already so I was already pretty drunk and then I started smoking and then I um especially like as I've gotten older, I have gotten like really claustrophobic. And so I just like, I think the combination of like being so drunk and then like getting super stoned, like really quickly, I all, I just like started going into that panic mode. And then I was just like, I, I can't be here. Cause there's so, there's too many people. I can't breathe. I'm going to throw up. Like, and then I just started like, just very embarrassingly, just like, it was like, gotta go and like pushed him out of the way (laughs) and like started trying to make my way through the crowd and then I get to the back because I was like okay what's the quickest way to like one edge of this crowd like I don't need to go to the exit I just need to be like away from people and i like finally get to the back and like and i had no idea that he had been following me trying to like he's like trying to figure out what i was doing and um i get finally get to the back and there's a fence there so i can't even get out and i'm just like oh and like like having like a very like visible like i can't breathe moment and he was like um (laughs) do you need um like water and like mind you this same guy like i knew in college and he has seen me like it's like almost every time i have like hung out with him i have been a hot fucking mess like i'm too <laughs> drunk i'm crying i'm having a panic attack <laughs> it's just, And so i was just like yeah i think this might be the last time i ever see you again <laughs> oh, going out with a bang yeah <laughs> <laughs> I have two dispensary stories and then we can change from the weed topic, but I don't know if you know either of these stories. So both of these are so. since living in Alaska too. So we went to this dispensary that was like kind of out in the middle of nowhere, it was like on the way to um, the reindeer farm. And so like we stopped at the dispensary and like, I didn't buy anything. Like I don't usually buy anything unless I'm buying it like for somebody, but so, or like a cartridge, whatever. But, like, I pretty much get that from, like, the same dispensary. So Mm -hmm. we were at this, like, cool dispensary, and, like, the chick was – they call them bud tenders, which I love. (laughs) Um, But the chick was, like, super cool. So she was, like, yeah, like, you know, you can pick out a munchie from, like, the cabinet. And she had, like, this display case of, like, Cheetos and, like, M&Ms and, you know, like, all these, like, munchie candies and, like, vending machine snacks, basically, whatever. And she was, like, all right, yeah, you can pick one out. So like Rob goes over and like picks one out, and then I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'll have like peanut M and M's," and like they both kind of just like look at me, and he goes, "Well, you didn't buy anything," and I'm like, "Well, I'm with you," and she was like, "Um, like you could tell that she felt like super awkward too," and like then I felt awkward, and I was like, "Oh well, like never mind," but like I the way that I said it, I was like so excited. <laughs> for and I was like, it's fine. I'll just be like the chubby girl on the other side of this couch. <laughs> You're like, I'm not here for the meat. I'm here for the snacks. <laughs> but I was like so embarrassed. And then like we got back into the, into the car. And I like wanted the M&M's so bad, but I didn't eat them <laughs> because I was like, I had to play it off like I didn't want them that bad. <laughs> is so cringy. Like I still get like my face is hot right now thinking about it because I'm just like I'm gonna send you peanut M and M's. I love peanut M&Ms. <laughs> I have the one more. Um, it's not really like it's not really that good. But my friend was like recently visiting, and I took her to like a couple dispensaries because she's from New York, so she's never been to dispensaries, whatever. So like we had to wear masks obviously because it's in the middle of a pandemic, and we walk in like. Normally, you, like, walk into, like, a locked room and there's just, like, a bouncer, like, security guard or, like, somebody checking IDs and stuff. And then they'll, like, unlock the door and, like, let you into the rest of the space. But it's, like, kind of like a vault, I guess, whatever. Mm -hmm. So, like, we're in that, like, front room. And, like, for whatever reason, it always – it's just, like, so official that it makes me feel, like, a little bit nervous even though, like, Mm -hmm. it shouldn't. It's just, like, one of those things that, like, it feels very official. And so I just, like, act, like – goofy i don't know get weird in situations like that so we're like awkward laugh
1: yeah like make an appropriate giggle or
0: like try to make a joke and then it's like "Mm, we both know that wasn't funny (laughs) so i had the mask on and the guy was like can you, like, he's holding my ID and he's like, can you identify yourself? So I thought that it was like, you know, like you're trying to get into a club and like, they don't think that it's your ID. So like, you have to give them like your zip code or something. Uh So I thought it was like that. So I was like, uh, yeah, Mariah Black. and He just started laughing his ass off and he's like, no ma'am, can you please move your mask down so that I can see your face? and I was like oh right yeah that makes sense in my defense that was a really weird way of asking like can you identify yourself <laughs> but it was like yeah, super cause it- embarrassing and he just like would not let it go like he just kept making fun of me and like laughing at me and like <laughs> oh my god and then he was like oh and just like when we were leaving he's like and just so you know masks aren't required and like we were in a different town in Alaska that like masks aren't required and he was like oh just so you know you didn't even have to wear that in here <laughs> But you are being responsible. Holy shit. So funny though. So we do have a couple more cringy stories, but I think we're going to save them. We kind of want to make this like a little bit of a thing, but we want to like hear about your cringy stories because we know that there's probably way worse out there. And we also want to find the keys to our vaults, to um, our own cringe stories so that we can elaborate a little bit more and make them worse and more embarrassing because why not embarrass yourself when you have a platform to do so on. Please send us your cringe stories. We will keep them anonymous. We will share relatable stories because I'm sure whatever it is, we have something that we can pile on. And like you were saying, it maybe it'll it'll jog our own memories of all the terrible things that we blocked out of. (laughs) (laughs) And our takeaway point is – it's okay to be embarrassed or it's okay you know, to have like things that are super cringy, but you should own it confidently and laugh at yourself, yeah, yeah, I think you know <laughs> we all need to be able to laugh at ourselves and not take ourselves so seriously because at the end of the day, like what like what harmed the biggest thing like you that guy laughing at you at the dispensary is like <laughs> the the only thing that came out of that is that he had some entertainment in his probably otherwise pretty boring day. (laughs) And like you went on to live the rest of your life. Like nothing, nothing terrible happened. Yeah. And we all lived. And I have a best friend because of cringy imaginary cats. So, (laughs) so do you. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) On that note. Yeah. Tell us the stories that you survived. And remember that. Like, honestly, is typically used by brain-lacking teenagers. (laughs) (laughs) Like, honestly. Leave us a review on iTunes. All of the things. And, and, tell a friend. Please recommend us to a friend. We have a little bit of something for everyone. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.